Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Creative Insider, a podcast that will help you succeed in every creative field. And today we'll be discussing some strategies and tactics to level up your skills. Yeah, the audio got better at home because we finally got a proper microphone for this show. So let's start discussing the topic of today, which is which skills you need and how to improve them to be a good creative. So let's start with debunking one myth, which many people that are not actually creative things. They think that being a creative is being a person with these wild imaginations that gives you these peaks of creativity where you make your art once in a while when you feel like it. Well, it's not like this. It doesn't work that way. In fact, it's the opposite. All kind of creatives needs a set of very controlled abilities to produce their work. First of all, Let's break down what kind of knowledge and skills is powering your creativity. All creations are the result of a theoretical knowledge applied through practical skills. All creations are the result of a theoretical knowledge applied through practical skills. For example, if you're a musician and you want to create a song, you need to know about notes, about pitches, about beats how to put them together, how to make a song out of them. But besides this theory, you will need actually to be able to play an instrument, to sing, to know how to record your music, to know how to master your music and to know how to sell your music, for example. Um, But you can apply this example to every creative field. Let's say you want to build a building or a house. You will need to know about statics, you will need to know about uh, materials, you will need to know about human proportions, you will need to know about architectural composition. But then you will need also to know how to draw this building, how to draw this house, maybe how to use a CAD software, how to use a BIM software, how to build an actual model of it, how to build a 3D model maybe of it. And um, yeah, you can apply this to everything. Let's say you want to make some sort of a poster of a flyer. You will need to know about um, graphic design, graphic proportions. You need to know about typography, but you actually need to know how to sketch, how to use softwares like Illustrator, how to print your work or how to publish your work. So yeah, it's always this dichotomy of practice and knowledge which influences each other. So once you're conscious of this dualism 
Do you improve your theoretical knowledge the same way as you do for your practical skills? Well, there are some common grounds, but there are also some differences. For example, either you want to improve your practical skills or theoretical knowledge, you need to have great curiosity, great passion for your craft, and being consistent. That's important for both of those groups of knowledge and skills. But let's then first break down the importance of the theoretical knowledge. So most creatives tend to be more passionate about the practical side of their job while underestimating how much the quality and the result of their practical work is depending on their theoretical knowledge. This is an idea I have realized just recently, I have realized later in my career when I had already moved from being a student to the professional world. For example, I experienced that while studying at a University of Architecture too. I hated subjects like history of architecture, classes about the building process, and of course all maths and statics related classes. The only theoretical subject I loved was building regulations and laws, and I will tell you why a little later. But let's get back. So as I said, during my studies, I would rather prefer going to the design classes and the architectural drawing classes, some representation classes, but not the theoretical. Why that? Well, beginners in general in the creativity or students, they prefer the practical side of their field because there is an immediate result. There is this product which is almost physical that shows you you're improving you're going toward the goal of mastering the craft meanwhile theory is very abstract you don't have an immediate comprehension of the importance of the theoretical knowledge you don't know how that how that knowledge will be helpful helpful for your craft in addition generally teachers and professor does not help it their teaching process are very abstract incomprehensible they make the subject even more boring than it actually is and make they make it look like it's useless and then afterwards they even pretend from the students to sit hours on books in learning the same unclear notions which totally kills their curiosity and passion about the subject why and how i ended up loving to study a subject like building regulations and laws and still remember most of the notions i have learned during those classes why i would get nailed a subject which is about laws something that cannot be more theoretical than anything else well it was thanks to this alternative method of our teacher of our professor the professor was a highly qualified lawyer which was making also some consultancy for the Supreme Court in Italy or something like this or the Constitutional Court, I don't remember exactly. But he would always explain us the behind of making a law, what was the logic behind, how things were done, why things were the way they were. In, in addition, each lesson, a couple of students, he would pick the lesson before, would prepare a simulated trial based on real-world cases, which was the base for a live discussion about the subject. So they would simulate this trial in class and then we'll start discussing and tearing down the basics of the laws. And 
once you understand the logic and the grounds of everything you remember it because it's your own you don't need to remember you actually understand it it's different knowing something remembering something and understanding it's way different so this method did this subject super fun super interesting and it was yeah it was super cool so what i would suggest is that if you don't have this kind of teacher for every subject you can apply the principles behind it you should always ask why not what don't remember what they tell you to remember but ask yourself why should you remember it for example if i would have known this concept back then for example while studying history of architecture i wouldn't try to memorize everything they tell me to study i would actually try to understand the principles of the buildings that we were studying the principles of how the architects make those buildings the proportions the size how that influence the people who would visit that building and if there were a method to use the same principles in modern architecture but as i said i'm using architecture because this is my field but you can apply it to everything for example if i go back to statics in statics they teach you those formulas those demonstrations you don't actually need to know by heart because in the practical world nobody asks you what is the demonstration of this and that but what you need to know is the principle of the different structures of the different um, static systems so that when you design a building you know which one will be fit which one will be fitting your project and how would that influence your project so yeah as i said in the theoretical world you need to understand the principles not the why not remembering by heart and once you understand those principles those principles will be your own toolbox a toolbox that functions like a compass like a gps system for your practical work so there will be the guidance of your practical work and when you when you have more principles you will have a much better quality of your practical skills much more controlled outcome but of course as i said in the beginning to create the final product of your creativity there is this dichotomy between theory and practice so to materialize your ideas you need practical skills and you cannot improve those in the same way as you do for your theoretical knowledge let's take a look at some tactics i think are useful to get better in your practical abilities first of all as the adjective itself says those are practical skills so the first way to improve them is to actually practice practice a lot practice as hell while studying architecture, I have so many sleepless nights in which I would spend drawing on my computer, modeling a 3D model or physical model of a pro project, post-producing in Photoshop my layout. You need hours and hours of practice under your belt to master any skill. To have an actual control of what you're doing and the consequences of what you're doing and to have control on the final result. When you start to practice some new skills, let's say for example drawing, you are super excited because you have the ideal final result, the ideal outcome in your head, but the actual outcome, it's way different, it's way worse, you know, lower quality of what you have imagined. I have talked about this also in the last episode. I have experienced actually these sensations many, many times and even recently. For example, a few days ago, I've started doing some posters in Illustrator 
for my Instagram account, the Instagram account of this podcast to improve the audience, to grow the audience. And I have started looking for some inspiration on the internet and I found a series of posters from a British graphic studio called Studio JQ. Mm, I think in Instagram it's called Made by Studio JQ, something like this. Well, you can check it out. And and when you look when you look at those posters, they look pretty simple, effortless, and there's mm, they have this big impact, but they don't look complicated. They look effortless. So as I saw this works, I said, well, I can start doing the same. It, wouldn't, it won't be that hard. And I've started, I tried, and guess what? The result wasn't the same. My posters weren't that good. So I start something that I was used to do in the university, which was reverse engineering. So let me explain. I didn't copy what Studio JQ did, but I would look very deeply in his work or her work and understanding what, how things were done. For example, how color grades were done, how the geometrical forms were disposed on the canvas, uh, which proportions were used, how, for example, all the blurs worked how the written message was reflected through the graphics which was what was the idea behind so i started doing looking at these very specific aspects of the work and trying to reproduce them in the software so i slowly started getting better and while trying to reverse engineer the process i would discover other ways other outcomes which I actually ended up liking more than what I wanted to do. So I learned the software, I learned to control the software and learned to create my own style or to be the master of the work. So to do, to actually decide how my final project will look like and not looking like my example. So this is a good strategy. So you can try this. I, I would suggest it. It's I would I've done that with, for example, architecture representation. I would do that if I wanted to do a song. I would do with anything. I would reverse engineer what other has done without copying, but trying to understand how they have done what they have done. And another thing is just to, when you start practicing, you, for example, you want to learn a new software, you don't know what you need to learn. So you just start. For example, I can make the example of, of this podcast when i started i found this software for editing the audio audacity and i just opened audacity and i said i'm gonna i'm gonna just edit my episode and it didn't know what i actually needed to be able to do with the software so the first thing i dropped in the audio of the episode and i dropped in the theme song and i was like okay i need to split the theme song how do i do this in audacity and guess what? I've asked a friend I have that knows much more than me. This friend is Google. Google knows everything. So I typed in exactly the sentence in Google, like how do you split an audio file in Audacity? And I got hundreds of videos on YouTube and on other platforms that teach you only one simple thing in one minute about the software. So when you start doing a software, get creative, get just start doing something and the questions will come and you can ask Google and you I'm sure you'll find explanations. I, I've 
taught myself Excel, Word. Any problem I have, I just Google the exact question I need to solve and I found a result. And I can tell you that the most important thing to know about um, practical skills is to know how to teach yourself more practical skills. Because let's say you use plenty of your time to get super good at one software or one skill. Uh, for example, when I was studying, I was using AutoCAD. Then when I got my first job, guess what? The firm wasn't using AutoCAD. They were using ARCHICAD. I have never used ARCHICAD before and now I needed to teach myself a completely new software. So I needed to start over. And then I've changed job and guess what? The other firm used another software and I needed to start over again. And yeah, this can happen in general. The The standard of an industry can can change. So you'll need to change your ability and skills. So yeah, the biggest imp ability you can teach yourself is to l actually learn new software, new skills, new new abilities. You need to know, you need to be able to change quickly, develop along the industry. And yeah, this is a very important skill. So yeah, I think we can wrap it here for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You enjoyed my tips and tricks about abilities. Um, I hope you have enjoyed also the last episode. I hope that the, the show is getting better. Uh, I'm very thankful for your feedback. I'm getting a lot of feedback, mostly of friends and people that actually I don't know. I, I I think that some people are starting to listening to the podcast, which makes me very happy. And the podcast is growing slowly. It's improving steadily. And um, no matter on which platform you listen to the podcast, please, to support the show, press like, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the social media to repeat and one more time the instagram is at tci podcast there is a facebook page the creative insider the linkedin page the creative insider and yeah let me know there what are your strategies to improve your skill and knowledge uh, i would be curious to know something from you um, and in addition on those channels you'll find as i said some graphics posters often related to the podcast or the podcast episodes um, and I want to thank you one more time for listening. Uh, I'm inviting you to tune in again next Monday when we'll be talking about how to present your work. That's it for now and bye-bye. Turkey -bye. out.